foundational tools to develop a biblical worldview. Welcome to Mentoring Matters, a listener-supported program of SharonHearts.org. With the world's culture invading the church, it is vital that we establish some deeper roots in biblical truth in order to grow in grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. So join us now as we let the Word of God give us foundational tools to develop and maintain a biblical worldview. Hi, this is Sharon Hoskins. And this is Janie Ratzloff. So defense mechanisms are the ways that we react to frustration and conflict And we use them in an effort to avoid anxiety. And we do want to tear down defense mechanisms today. Well, I tell you what, Sharon, let's just go directly to the Word of God and just see what the Word of God has to say about how we have gotten into this position Uh so we can start to unravel how to get out of this position. Right. And I'm thinking about one of my favorite verses that I can say that I have succumbed to, and that's Proverbs 16:2, And it says, All the ways of man are clean in his own eyes, but the Lord weighs the motives. Sharon, have you ever felt like you needed to justify what you have done or mm-hmm. said because right. you thought it was right, but you know it didn't sit well uh, uh-huh. with friends, family, or what have you? Right. So... We can very easily need to justify what we do and make it right in our own eyes. And so, therefore, we will go find a defense mechanism to prove that we're right. Okay, so how how do we tear down that defense mechanism, Janie? Well, I believe that we have to go back and say, how do we find out what the Lord has said? Do you have your Bible there on Proverbs uh, 21.2? Proverbs 21.2. Every man's way is right in his own eyes, but the Lord weighs the heart. So, Sharon, if the Lord knows the heart, Mm -hmm. then do we not need to make uh, a continual searching of his heart by knowing what he has to say? And he's given us a little bit of an idea of what uh, we need to understand about the heart in Jeremiah 17, 9 through 10. Why don't you try reading that for us? says the heart is more deceitful than all else and is desperately sick who can understand it i the lord search the heart i test the mind even to give each man according to his ways according to the results of his deeds so the lord is saying okay now you're wanting to say that you're right in your own eyes and you're justified for the way you're living and you don't really need to come to me because you've got it together but it says that the lord then looks at the heart and then he repeats it again in proverbs oh you guys think you've got it all together but i'm looking at your heart and then the lord tells us in jeremiah 17 why he is looking at our hearts because he knows that because of the result of sin and the old nature that our hearts are deceitful so when we think our heart is telling us that we're all okay the lord's saying no you're wrong your heart is deceitful and it can be desperately wicked mm. and sharon this is an extreme statement but we are capable of probably the most gross sin that could be described apart from the grace of God 
dwelling in us and protecting us in ways that we don't even recognize. That's hard for us to admit, isn't it? It, it really is. Maybe it is not in our heart consciously, but we don't know the depths of our heart. And that's why we've got to be dependent on the Lord Jesus Christ and the Word of God to reveal to us. And there's times when I've asked him to show me my heart. And Sharon, when he showed it to me, I was like Job. Oh, Lord, I thought I knew you, but now I see you and I repent in dust and ashes. Well, and it's the same thing that we've said many times on other shows is, that we need to go back to uh, Psalm 19, where David asked the Lord to, you know, show me my heart, show me my secret sins, so show me those presumptuous sins. And I find, Sharon, that going back to Proverbs and reading Proverbs, it's got 31 chapters. Usually there's 31 days in the month that different applications of the principles in Proverbs are renewed every time I read it. There's a different growth place in our lives. Uh, There are different circumstances that we all of a sudden are battling that maybe we didn't have to battle previously. And so you can read Proverbs with a fresh application every time you read it because life is changing we live in an ever-changing world right and so that would be a practical application for us today is just to say keep proverbs open all the time and trust the lord that if you just want to read it according to the day of the month there will be fresh fruit for you to pick from that the Holy Spirit can then apply and cause you to be ready to get rid of anything that is false and what we call a defense mechanism. Okay, so I know that we we talked about defense mechanisms more in depth on our previous shows, but give us a summarization of what are some things that are recognizable if we're using a defense mechanism, Janie? How about if we have been a little hurt and so we decide, well, I am not going to be around that person or I'm getting out of that situation. And so we withdraw ourselves. Mm -hmm. Now, we're protecting against a hurt. We may have been the right person in that wrong or we may have been the wrong person. But the bottom line, instead of working through it, we just isolate ourselves from it and don't deal with it because it is embarrassing or it is painful. Uh, Sometimes we just want to escape pain, and so we can go to television, games, hobbies, computers. Maybe some people are more into the more gross things like pornography. Uh, Sometimes it may just be the simple fact of overeating. It's very good to eat. We're going to have a hard time surviving if we don't eat. Mm -hmm. But three pints of ice cream in one setting is probably not going to be the way of dealing with a problem. So we'll overeat. Uh, We may get into movies. We may fantasize. Uh, We might even just sit and worry and fret and be anxious. And then another way we do it is we go back to the Lord and we tell the Lord what was so wrong with what that person did to us. And we start to justify with a defense mechanism when the Lord would say, why don't you try forgiveness? It worked for you when I went to the cross. And I think it would work for you if you 
would forgive them the same way I forgave you. Okay. So those are just some uh, beginning ways as we stay in control of our circumstances. I think it's important for us to recognize the characteristics of defense mechanisms so that when we are engaged in a defense mechanism, we recognize it. And therefore, what do we do at that point? Okay, so... Let's say I've gotten my feelings hurt and I retreat to isolation to escape. So once I recognize that I've done that now, Janie, what do I do to combat that behavior? Well, you've already made a great step when you just recognize that you're not operating with the mind or the heart of the Lord Jesus Christ as he has shown by the way he lived when he walked here. So once you admit it and recognize it, Mm -hmm. you're already on a great road to recovery. So then I've got to go back in and agree with God, because as I agree with God that I have been wrong, that puts the enemy at flight, because now I'm on the same page with the Lord Jesus Christ for a recovery, rather than resisting in one of my defense mechanisms. Mm -hmm. Then I've got to go to the scriptures and start to hunt. Now, at this point, people will say, I don't know where to go. I don't know what to do. I don't know the Bible that well. Then I tell you what, there is still helps on the Internet. So if you go to the Internet and you just say, show me verses on selfishness or show me verses about anger. Okay. so Uh, is that what we're defending from when we when we go in isolation? Are we selfish? Are we angry? We can be all of the others, and we can just be complacent. I have heard people where I have heard the wounds coming out, and yet they, and and here, but here's what they say, Sharon. Oh, well, but that's okay. It's all right. But you know what? It's not because they keep thinking about it. They keep fretting. They keep a wounded spirit and they've got to get a correction. And the word of God can be very abrupt and direct. So let me ask this. I'm just going to stick with the isolation because that was the example I gave. So if if a person recognizes at that point that they are using this defense mechanism and they agree with God that this is a defense mechanism that I need to tear down and I need your help, Lord. So is that what we do is pray and seek the scriptures for things that we can do to change? Do we immediately change our behavior and come out of isolation? Well, okay, now, now, okay, good, good perception, Sharon, because what would be the opposite of isolation? Well, uh, I didn't want to communicate because they hurt me. So now I'm going to have to go back and still choose to communicate. Okay. If I'm going to hide myself, then I need to hide myself in Jesus Christ, who is going to help me set myself upright. We can be hidden in Christ in the midst of the person who has hurt us. Absolutely, because there's comfort and safety in him and the Holy Spirit will direct us. So a lot of times, Sharon, if we want to give a principle, we learn to do two things. One is that we have to take the opposite way of thinking. Okay. And then number two, we have to seek what is balanced. Right. Okay. So step one is we need to recognize our defense mechanisms that we're using and take action against it 
and do the opposite. And then step two is to search the scriptures to find the balance for the solution. And that's why Mentoring Matters. Mentoring Matters is a listener-supported discipleship program of Sharon Hart's ministry. Join a community seeking to grow in grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ with resource materials available for the journey at SharonHarts.org. That's S-H-A-R-I-N-Hearts.org.